Okay, you action-loving sports maniacs, look, we all like having something-something on the games. Hell, it's what keeps us from going to bed or watching Top Chef. But when you are putting your money out there on these rough gambling streets, the number one thing you need to know is simply this. A, when will I get my money without a hassle? And B, is this online sports book going to be a dirt patch in a cloud of dust next week? Well, with the official sweet action site of the ZabeCast, my bookie is that place. I've been doing business with them for over five years. They've got great odds, don't gouge on the VIG, have all kinds of props and futures, and best of all, in the rare case there's ever a customer service issue, guess who your customer service rep is? That's right. Me, El Baldo. So get in there, open an account, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, so they know that I sent you. And bet with your head no over it. And you'll never look back. You'll never be tempted to try these other big clown books that are spending a trillion dollars on fancy ad campaigns. MyBookie.com, MyBookie.com. You got a bookie? Yes, you do. And you don't have to meet him in a seedy Italian restaurant to settle up. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE. That's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo at checkout. It's a $30 value and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Today on the Zabecast, it's Andy Poland, the guy I once derisively called Good Enough Andy. A man who knows more Redskins history than anybody. Somebody who loved Chinese food, Tiger Woods, and 60 Minutes on Sundays. And a guy who taught me the word Meshuggana. Your bonus, uncensored 35-minute edition of the Zabecast is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Oh, here we go. Monday, July 10, 2023, we are rounding the bases of the sports summer all-star game home run derby tonight, actual game tomorrow, then we analyze it Wednesday, and then Andy, the legendary Boo Ben Canop Day. That is Thursday of this week. The deadest day of the sports calendar where nothing is going on except for, I guess, Summer League basketball and maybe some WNBA. And we Isn't celebrate that- the great viral video of Boo Ben Canop. How are you doing, yeah, buddy? I'm doing good. Don't they uh, do the, maybe they tape the SPs the day after ah. the All Star game? Funny yeah. you should mention the ESPYs. 
Did you see that for the first time in the now, I think they said 30-year history of the event, or at least 25, might be 25, I kind of think 98 was when it started, they are going to go without a host because of the writer's strike, because the host needs material written for them, and I guess they're like, well, we'll just give out some awards. Catch of the year, tackle of the year. Athlete no, I, of the year. I, I think it is 30 because I did the backstage for radio in 98. So, and I don't think that was the first year. I'm pretty sure it was not. I think I was at the 98 SPs because the station in Charlotte I was at somehow, I think as an ESPN affiliate, got spiffed with tickets. So yeah. they sent us up there. And I distinctly, I was in New York and I went to Radio City Music Hall and I uh, unfortunately kind of accosted me a ham to try to introduce myself. I popped out in front of her as she was walking down the aisle inside the theater. I didn't mean to startle her, but I just wanted like, hey, you know, and I was going to mention a high school, college friend who uh, worked with the U.S. national team, but whatever. I was at that one in 98. You sure that wasn't the first? Could that be 25? Yeah, I know, but I, I, I you know, because it would have been a bigger deal that it was the first. So I think they'd had it before, but uh, Tony Bruno was supposed to do the backstage. And at oh. that point, he was having some issues with ESPN. Oh, so he yeah. just went home and they said, Can you do it? And I said, <laughs> Yeah, okay. And it was cool. I mean, I, you know, a whole bunch of people they brought over John Elway, uh, 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 Joe Namath. I had. You got uh, to meet all of them? Yeah, I mean, I'm Interview there, all you know, of them? You know, the radio set up, and, and uh, I, I mean, one of the great things I remember from the Elway conversation, that's after he won his first Super Bowl, the one where they beat Green Bay. Right. And, and I said, uh, you had said that if you didn't win a Super Bowl in your career, that your career would still be complete. He said, well, I lied. I thought that, ah, cool, I got a really good answer out of that. Yeah, yeah so that fun. is good. That was back when the ESPYs were in the winter, and it right. was in the it's dead right spot the of winter. In the yeah. yeah, after the All Star game in the NBA, and they like right. finally said, "Okay, there's still too much going on in the winter. Let's move it to the summer." Right. And even though the NFL then had their own award show, NFL Honors, there was enough money, corporate money, to be squeezed out uh, of ESPN to do this show, and so they they're still doing it, but they're doing it without a host for the first time. I remember yeah. when Norm Macdonald, may he rest in peace, hosted. And he obviously wrote a lot of his material and obviously didn't run it by ESPN because the OJ jokes were brutal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember this, too, um, that Ken Griffey was there and they gave out the baseball player of the year. And I think they gave it to Barry Bonds. Uh And Griffey was leaving. And one of the ESPN executives had to calm him down because he was going to get the last award, which is like, male athlete of the year and it would have been really embarrassing if he wasn't there was he leaving was was he leaving in a huff or just yeah 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 he was he he was leaving radio city music hall thinking okay i came here to get baseball player of the year and they gave it to bonds what the hell did i come here for and 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 one of the execs had to jump in and go whoa 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 don't leave we got something for you here Gee, what do you let's say an athlete has uh, both a league MVP trophy, an ESPY for athlete of the year, and the disco silver ball from Dancing with the Stars. Rank them in order of what they care about, because Jerry Rice once said, without any convincing 
tone, in my opinion, that the crystal ball he got for Dancing with the Stars was more cherished than his MVP. I'm well, like, shut ridiculous. up. That's ridiculous. That's that's just trying to promote his post-football <laughs> career. You know, come on, give me a break. Uh, exactly. So are the Espies dumb at this point? Were they ever no. cool? No, I, I think they turned them into what they wanted them to be, the Academy Awards for Sports. And they have them now in L.A., which is a better place than New York. And, sure. you know, given what their goal was, I think they reached it. I like it just because many of the athletes, uh, female athletes, really dress up. So mm-hmm. to see an athletic body who's attractive in their best, you know, formal wear, I'm, I'm a fan of that. So yeah. there you yeah, go. And also, look. All, all actors want to be athletes, and all athletes want to be actors, don't that, they? Right, exactly. And all rappers want to be rock stars, and rock stars want to be rappers, and mm-hmm. actors want to be politicians. Politicians want to be podcasters like me. No, I don't know. I'm mixing it all up. But anyway, I digress. So the All-Star Game, I am here to praise the All-Star Game in baseball, Andy, as the last living dinosaur mm-hmm. of the exhibition sports event era the last lumbering brontosaurus that still looks and smells and feels like a game in which the players are trying. The NFL got so bad they had to kill theirs. The NBA is not far behind. The NHL will probably follow suit after that. The baseball all-star game, as contrived as it may be, still looks like a baseball game, and we should be thankful for that. Because you really can't screw it up. I mean, but they managed to screw up basketball because the they guys treat it as a joke. You really can't treat baseball as a joke, the way the rules are set up. Well, so, they're not throwing underhand to the batters, right. which I yeah, suppose I mean, at some point it could get to that. But there's enough personal pride where if you're the pitcher, you're like, yeah. fuck you, Julio Rodriguez. I want to strike you out. Well, they're, they're miking up the pitcher now. They, you know, yeah. that last year. So, I mean, they're, they're making it more and more TV. But again, you know, you, you in the NBA, you've got it now, so they don't play basketball. They just kind of throw it up to the hoop. No, the and, you know, NBA somebody. game. Uh, Mike Malone, head coach of the yeah. world champion Nuggets, said flatly after that game, quote, this was the worst basketball game I've ever seen in my life. Right. And, and that's before he became Mike Malone. I was like, oh, yeah, that's the guy that coaches the Nuggets. Uh, right. Then, now, now people know who he is, but it was yeah. quite the salvo from a guy who had not won anything. Like, wow, you're really, you're really trashing the league right here. So, yeah. So kudos to the All-Star game. And, you know, it's obviously we're in such a different age where once upon a time, pre-free agency, before Kurt Flood challenged the reserve clause and pried open free agency, the point of the All-Star game was to dream of an outfield that might consist of such disparate, expensive parts as Ricky Henderson, Fred Lynn, and whoever else you want to plug in there. Now that's called the Yankees or the Dodgers. Or right. the Mets or the Red also, Sox. They'll buy themselves an all-star outfield and say, what? Should we not have done that? Also, it, interleague play. Uh, That's I the went, other thing. Yeah, interleague I, play. I went to the all-star game in 1969 at RFK Stadium. And I saw, wow, there's Willie Mays in person. There's Hank Aaron in person. There's Roberto Clemente right there. And and those players didn't come to Washington. And, the, well, we used to get about 20 games on TV. But the games we saw on TV, they weren't against those players. They only right. played American League teams. Right. right. So inter- interleague play, free agency, and the explosion of television. 
And mm-hmm. now the disintegration of television, where we're going to have to start paying for streaming rights for all of these games, oh, God. has definitely changed the landscape. But uh, I'm I'm happy we're here on this landmark of the summer. We're rounding the bases. Football's not that far away. Uh, the home run derby does not include Chris Berman anymore. I always said, Andy, this was the one event actually tailor-made for that carnival barker. Maybe, but, you know, the, the home run call was always the same. It was the, it was the hackneyed ripoff of uh, Red Barber. And, you know, enough already. Deep into the night. Back, 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 back. back, back, back. Just, wow. Just, yeah. he, he had his day enough. Goodbye. You know. <laughs> Goodbye, but he's still around because you sent sort me. Sort of. You, yeah. you sent me a clip of him at, was it a charity golf tournament? And he his hair looked so disheveled. It was, and, um, and, yeah, no, the, it was the event that was in Hartford a couple of weeks yes, ago. Yes, the, yeah, the PGA Tour event in Hartford. He yeah. was in the Pro-Am. Right. And he went up and he introduced uh, oh, Xander Shoffley right. as Xander killing me Shoffley yeah. with his song. But man, he has yeah. not missed any meals in retirement. And whoever said, yeah, your hair looks good like that, they should stop telling him that. Yeah, I mean, what, what, but again, what is his purpose to be around? Just so older people can say, oh, yeah, I used to watch him. That's really cool. He's back. But what does he do? He does the Sunday night. I don't even think they, they do that on TV, the Sunday night highlight show that he, that he does with Booker McFarlane. They, they re racked that for digital streaming. Right. And I hear it's pretty good. I don't know if Berman's still involved in that, though. Okay. Well, whatever. But Promise. anyway, so Home Run Derby, they've got it now where I think the format is at least digestible. It's a bracket, mm-hmm. and right. it's a single-timed session with a little bit of a 30-second burst afterwards. You can unlock extra time if you want. And you do have stars that are that are in this thing that are not just like, okay, I did it once, I'm never doing it again. Pete Alonzo Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. is, is it Jr.? Pete Alonzo, the, the polar bear for the Mets. Yep. He's yep. he's doing it again. Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is mm-hmm. doing it again. He lost in the finals to the Polar Bear one year. Uh, Mookie Betts is doing it. And you know why? He said his wife said to him, hey, you should do that thing. Right. Yeah. It's like he wants to do everything during his career. And he goes, eh, let's try this. But he credited and, his wife. He said she was like, yeah. why don't you do this? And he thought about how LeBron never did the dunk contest. So he's like, All yeah. right, fuck it. Let's do it. Right. Right. I, I was hoping that Shohei Atani would be in that. He would win the uh, home run derby. <laughs> he would lead off for the American League and, in a home run that would stand up as the game winner. And pitch two innings and be the winning pitcher. I thought that would be really cool for baseball. But he got a blister, and it's not going to happen. Oh, did this just come down today? I've been out doing no, no, no. This stuff. was this was a game. I think it was the July Fourth game. Oh, okay. He, he so he's already out. Yeah. Well, he may hit. I'm not sure. He may he may actually be the DH, but I don't think he's going to pitch. You know, the whole Shohei Otani thing, whether or not the Angels should trade him is fascinating because word is that Artie Moreno does not want to go down as the owner who traded one of the great great generational talents of all time. But mm-hmm. at the same time, all they do is watch him have incredible games and then fucking lose 10 to 5. Right. They've had the, the best player in the game and the highest paid in Mike Trout, 
and maybe the best player of all time, at least for this two or three year stretch. And they don't win anything. No, it's amazing. And they even went out and bought a guy for a ton of money, and Anthony Rendon, who has yeah. not been worth the money in the end. They That's fired right. their he's manager. More games than he's played. He's hurt all the time. Right. They fired their manager to get a new guy. That hasn't worked. It's almost like they're cursed. I think ever since they went to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. That's what cursed them because they were trying to be bougie. They were trying to be like, no, we're an L.A. team, too. Oh, you are. Are you? You've always been the Anaheim Angels. We get it. You're not L.A., but they were trying to be L.A., and I think the God said, no, no, no. Yeah. They're the New Jersey Nets, and they like, <laughs> and they decide. Well, now they're the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, Brooklyn Nets, but they, they, they decided, no, we're just going to call ourselves the New York Nets. No, you're not. The New York team, it doesn't matter how much they stink. They matter more than you. Speaking of franchises and franchise names, I love it when my wife asks me a simple question. She saw highlights of the Pelicans mm-hmm. on TV. I was on a summer league game for some reason. She's like, the Pelicans. I go, yeah, that's New Orleans. She's like, interesting nickname. And I go, well, it actually fits because there are many brown Pelicans in the Gulf down in Louisiana. It's a very appropriate nickname, but they used to be the New Orleans Hornets. Of course, that was only after George Shin, who owned the Hornets in Charlotte, carpetbagged them down there to replace the New Orleans Jazz, which also was an appropriate nickname, but the Jazz went to Utah, and they're still the Utah Jazz, even though there's no fucking Jazz in Utah. Right. Yeah, and she's like, was- she's like, well, is there a team in Charlotte now? And I go, yeah, they're the Hornets again. And she's like, what do you mean again? I go, well, they gave a team back to Charlotte, and they were the Bobcats. And then once the uh, Pelicans became the Pelicans, they said, are you using that Hornets nickname? And they go, no, here, have it back. So, <laughs> It's who's on first in the end. Yes. Right. When I actually had to explain it all, and it was a, it was actually yeah. testing my brain, like, okay, hold on a second. How did this go down? It actually was quite funny. Yeah. So. yeah. Well done. Well done. Uh, well done, Abby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think I've got that straight from here. So anyway, All-Star Game is, is here, and uh, we touch that base, and then we turn the corner, and we get closer to training camps and football, and away we go. Speaking of football, let's chat. Let's uh, segue here to college football. Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern is in deep trouble. Maybe the goose is already cooked on him. A report into allegations of hazing, particularly nasty and or sexually oriented hazing, has come out in a very thorough report on the football program, and the initial response was to suspend head coach Pat Fitzgerald for two weeks. Now the president of the university has said, well, I might need to look at that again. I have not read the report, but I have a hard time believing that Pat Fitzgerald is some football meathead who would be having a rogue program, but anything's possible. Do you know, have you read the report? What do you think about this? Because remember, we're talking about Big J Journalism School right here. Northwest. Right, right, right. Pat Forty's got a good column at SI.com about uh, both Fitzgeralds and Bob Huggins, the beloved alums who've come back to bring their programs back to prominence. Right. And everything is just peachy keen until something bad happens. And then it's a mess. Right. And, uh, and, and that's what they have here. 
Uh, you know, is, does it seem like this would happen under Pitt, Pat Fitzgerald's watch? No, but this is football, and crazy stuff happens. And, you know, a lot of people like to ignore things for a while. And You know, he may have known about it. He may not have. It's hard for me to believe that he didn't know this was going on. It, it just And then the fact so that... So if he knew... Did, by the way, how what was the worst of the allegations? Well, that there, there was this, you know, sexual hazing that, you know, and they, they had this at a high school in in, uh, in Montgomery County, uh, Damascus High School, where they had some of this stuff going on. And uh, the coach got fired and uh, all... Where what? The players had to perform sexual-type things on other players in a well, there homophobic was, there was, kind of a way? Well, there was also the, the, what do they call it? The brooming, the broom handle. Oh, God. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, sure, there's there's that, obviously. So if Fitzgerald knew this, why would he look the other way? Because it's not going to win you any more games. I understand, but if the school looked into it and they decided to suspend him for two games, there must have been something that they they saw there. They must have thought, okay, because they they don't want to get rid of him. He's had... They, they, yeah. they were like uh, the worst program in the country until he took over. Right. For, for most. And so they don't want him out. And so they were hoping, I think, I think they knew more than, than has, you know, that they, they thought that they revealed. They knew more and they thought, okay, we'll just smooth it over with a two game suspension. It's just the same thing what happened with Huggins when he said the homophobic things on, on the radio show. They're a like, oh, games. boy, yeah, we're going to suspend him and go through yeah. sensitivity training, and then yeah. he gets a DUI. And now he's right. saying he did not resign, and he's oh, lawyered yeah. up. He's, he's pulling a Costanza, like pretending like he didn't quit. Yeah, well, I think I think his lawyer said, whoa, 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 you, you did what? <laughs> you know? No, 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 we're going to try and go back and get some of that money. I don't, I don't think there's any chance he thinks he's going to get his job back. It's so funny that this happens right after San Diego State did the same thing with the Mountain West, where they right. said, we're leaving, uh, and then at the last minute they go, uh, actually, no, I think we're going to stay, and the Mountain yeah. West said, no, we've already kicked you out. Get out. Right. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm out already? So, yeah, so Fitzgerald, I don't think he's going to survive, just because yeah. of the way the media culture is nowadays, that you know, bad things, uh, I think, can be reasonably assumed to have happened. And he was the head of it and did nothing to sort of nip it, nip it in the bud. And that's just not going to fly these days. Yeah. And I don't think he'll be out of work for long. Unfortunately, that's the way things work. You know, I guess. Have you seen the practice facility and the headquarters, the football headquarters at Northwestern? I have not, but I imagine with uh, well-heeled uh, alums like Michael Wilbon, they are uh, they're they're well suited with uh, with with contributions to make that happen. It's incredible, Andy. It is a lakefront enclosed practice field with mm. giant wall-to-ceiling windows with views of Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Northwestern. I, I, a city school in the northern reaches of the city of Chicago, technically in Evanston, but it's a very city feel. Uh, in the Big Ten, swinging gloves with the big boys in the Big Ten and punching above their weight class now for a long time with, and with facilities that would make some schools absolutely drool, and yet they're going to flush their coach because of this. Well, but some other coach will come in, and and the game has changed with the NIL, which 
you know, is supposed to be name, image, and likeness, but basically it's a collective where alums just dump cash into it right. and the players get paid. So <laughs> Northwestern has a lot of rich alums, you know, including like Julia Louis-Dreyfus, you know, sure. famous ones like that. So they're not going to have any problem. It's it's a different ballgame now. They're not, they're not that tiny little, you know, academic school in uh, in in suburban Chicago, they're 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 uh, among the richest schools in the country. Right. If twenty twenty four is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over thirty years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Okay, you action-loving sports maniacs, look, we all like having something-something on the games. Hell, it's what keeps us from going to bed or watching Top Chef. But when you are putting your money out there on these rough gambling streets, the number one thing you need to know is simply this. 
A, when will I get my money without a hassle? And B, is this online sports book going to be a dirt patch in a cloud of dust next week? Well, with the official sweet action site of the ZabeCast, my bookie is that place. I've been doing business with them for over five years. They've got great odds. Don't gouge on the VIG, have all kinds of props and futures, and best of all, in the rare case there's ever a customer service issue, guess who your customer service rep is? That's right, me, El Baldo. So get in there, open an account, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, so they know that I sent you. And bet with your head no over it, and you'll never look back. You'll never be tempted to try these other big clown books that are spending a trillion dollars on fancy ad campaigns. MyBookie.com, MyBookie.com. You got a bookie? Yes, you do. And you don't have to meet him in a seedy Italian restaurant to settle up. NBA Summer League. Can you explain how this has become this kind of cult thing where you and I don't give a shit about it. Many sports fans don't give a shit about it. But the hardcore basketball heads were lined up for hours outside in the 100-degree heat to see Victor Wambiana's first game. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, it, this, is, this is baseball just tossing this back to you know they could dominate this period of time but they don't and so this is an open you know nfl is is resting right now so right. this is what people care about but how, how how do they care about it why do they care about it these summer league rosters are 80 percent dudes who won't be on your actual roster come october i understand but you want to say you saw them first you know i guess it, so the, the, the TV and the internet has changed everything. But I remember this when, uh, when Georgetown got Allen Iverson and Iverson came, it would have been like the summer, I think of 94 and he was playing summer league. And I've been there a bunch of times. With my son, he likes to go to that. They, they call it the Kenner league. And he was playing with pros and dominating and nobody had cell phone video or anything, but it was just word of mouth. Word of mouth. They're oh, like, my God, yeah. you got to see this guy. Oh, he's the fastest thing ever. Oh, he ran circles around Patrick Ewing at the Kempe. Right. Oh, my God. And so now we have it, you know, everything is televised. And, you know, and, and Wembenyana got this incredible amount of hype. And so you want to be there to see him in person the first time he plays. That's what people uh, want. I guess so. And it's a soft spot in the schedule. And it's Vegas, which has sizzle. And all yeah. you need is one or two hot rookies, and there you go. Oh, yes, yeah, speaking of Wembiana, his coach just got the most lucrative contract extension in NBA history. Greg Popovich, nowhere near retiring. Gandalf the white-haired has said, yeah. I'll be in for this for five more years. Well, how about this? He's 73, I think, 73 or 74. He got a five-year extension. Let's just say Wembenyama is a bust. You're going to be stuck with this guy at like 75 or 76 years old with this enormous contract and no team. What do you do then? <laughs> I don't know, but I know this, and this is very premature. I wasn't super impressed with how he looked. He's Don't awfully yana? skinny. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But but let's not get carried away. It's summer league. You I know. know. I, I know, but I'm just saying they actually showed a graphic of other rookies and there's like a comparison of three or four guys and everyone's shooting percentage was listed except for Wembyana because he shot like shit. 
And somebody pointed out that is some serious jock writing right there by ESPN to conveniently not include that. It was on everyone else's little stat card on TV. <laughs> wow. I'm watching him now. They're losing to Portland and uh he's he looks tall. <laughs> he is tall. <laughs> There's that. And that can come in handy in the NBA, but then again, yes. It, yeah. At some point, it doesn't necessarily matter because these guys can jump out of the gym. Okay, a couple other things. Uh, the NBA in-season tournament has been approved. It'll happen in December. I started reading the details of it on the air, and people started texting in, texting in saying, please stop reading this. My head hurts. I don't care. Yeah. My head hurts. Do whatever you want to do. What do you think of this? I think it's a reach by Adam Silver, who's got to do something about a regular season that doesn't mean anything anymore. And that eighth seeds routinely get to the finals now. And so he's, he's desperately trying to get something that they care about. But it's like, okay, if you win the whole thing, you get a trophy. Great. At the end of the season, you say you won the in-season tournament. Oh, yeah, and there's also the NBA champions. I, I don't think this is going to work out. It, it's, it's trying to cut down on this load management garbage, but I, I don't really think it's going to be effective. But the, I think, is it eight games per team in this right. tournament? They're but they count sub- as reg- regular season games. It's not. It's not a separate amount of games. They're regular season games. It's just well, part of this. But they're, they're not going to count for your record. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. You know, they're, they're regular season games. They count on your overall record, but also count towards playing. Oh, for this, so they for do this. count for your oh, overall yeah, record. Yeah. 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 I get it. So it's oh boy. All right. Well, I mean, this is just going to push more load management off of these tournament games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and you're also you're playing some teams going to play 83 games. <gasps> 83 games. They oh my god. They said the you stats know. won't count. Stats won't yeah. count for the 83rd game. Not like the NBA is a stat obsessed league. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh Wimbledon's going on right now. I have lost such touch with tennis now that Federer has retired. I don't even know who's any good. Will tennis ever be hot again? No, but but Djokovic is is still good, and Djokovic still his, playing. Won, yes, he's won twenty three championships, and you know there's a couple of good young. How look, about on the women's side? Um, I, I, now that Serena doesn't play anymore, I'm. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, and then they get these women who get to be number one, and they retire at twenty-four. I, you know, it's just crazy. <laughs> Speaking of retiring, did you see Michelle Wee West hung him up after her seventy-nine, yeah, seventy-nine <laughs> at Pebble yeah. Beach? <laughs> yeah, she, she, you know, when she was seventeen years old, they were talking about her playing on the men's tour. And what overall as a women's player, she wasn't even great, was she? No, uh, in fact, she went six years between lifting a trophy of any kind mm. from 2014 to like 2019, I think it is, or 04. I think it was 2004 to 2009. Yeah, and well, you know, she, she did what her parents coached her to do, which was to talk like she was going to play against the men, try mm. to play against the men and scoop up all these ad dollars from Nike and Kia and Rolex and everything else. And then she ended up winning five tour events, and she did win a U.S. Women's Open at Pinehurst. So that's a pretty decent career. Now right. she's married with a kid, and she's happy, and she can barely break 80, but she quit. <laughs> she's yep. out at golf at 33. 
So there right. you go. I just it, didn't like the media hype. That was what bothered me the most. And you saw me fighting the wars, the media wars I know, I over know. They, Michelle Wee. She's this good at 17. Wait till she's 24. Well, and then, then they dispatched Leslie Stahl to do a story on her for 60 minutes. And she hit it like 170 off the tee. And she goes, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> you, know, you just go, Les. You know. And then didn't Annika Sorenstam like she played the men a men's event. She played once. colonial and played pretty darn well. Flirted with making the cut, but didn't. Right, but the, I think the point of it was Michelle, honey, look, I, I'm the best. I'm going to try this. See how this goes. So your thoughts of going on the men's tour are not really realistic. All right, I'm going to give you just because I feel like I have to. Your number one seed at Wimbledon on the women's side, Iga Swiatek. Yes, from Swantek. Sw- yeah, Swantek from yeah. from Poland. She's one of my yeah. people. One right. of my and then uh, the two seed is from Belarus, Arnia Sabalenka. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, who are these? I remember when tennis was hot, Andy. Chris and Martina, great story by Chrissy, Sally Jake. Chrissy and Martina was a yeah. thing, and on the men's side, Agassi and Sampras and yeah. Lendl and Connors. And Borg, a courier, even. I mean, you can go forward in time. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, Martina it, Hingis. Somebody uh, will surface. <laughs> it, there's a guy, there's a new, uh, there's a new men's guy. The men's number one is, is, uh, it could be a guy who could be around for a while. So we'll right. see. And then uh, one more thing you saw where Mike Florio of Pro Football yes. Talk floated this trial balloon. What if the Saudis now elbow deep in golf and other major sports, wanted to get into the NFL. Wow. How would that work exactly? Would they start their own rival tackle football league? Well, here's what's happening. See, right now the NHL is saying, like, Ted Leonsis has made a deal with Qatar for like $200 million into his uh, various monumental sports investments. And the NHL has said, fine, the NBA is looking into it, and they're probably going to say, okay. The NFL has a rule against this. They, they don't want it. They don't need it right now. But if the Saudis come in and they go, okay, the next franchise that comes up for sale, which is probably going to be Seattle in a year, we're going to bid $15 billion. What do you think? And if the league says, nope, nope, we can't take your money, then they have enough money to start their own league. And what if they say, what if they say to Caleb Williams coming out of USC, yeah, we're going to give you a $500 million contract and all the money's guaranteed. Or you can go to the NFL and you can work on a four-year rookie deal and, you know, risk getting hurt and, you know, who knows. And, you know, that's what could happen. And, and what Florio's point is, you better let them in. You better let them in. Or I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. With right. all of our Saudi oil money. Right. I don't know how that would work exactly. The The thing is, the NFL, as you know, Andy, it's, it's actual fiber is on the traditions and the history and the names and the logos and, and everything else. You can't Understand. start a new one and have people give two shits about it. It's not right, going to happen. You, you look at all the great players who played in the USFL and made it into the NFL. Money talks. And if you give these guys guaranteed money... You'll be surprised at how many great players. It'll take a while, but they got the money to wait you out. So you I better mean, let them in. The Saudis want to invest in all this stuff because they think it's going to grow. 
as an investment because sports yeah. keeps on booming. What happens right. if sports flattens out and then actually declines a bit? It might, but is the NFL showing any signs of that? No. Not, there's basically no sport that's in decline right now. It's right. weird. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, Andy. Um, staycation, and then you're going to Vermont later on this summer, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, my usual, uh, you know. But I get some stuff done, stuff around the house, you know, take a couple bike rides this week. Okay, Looks good. Fun, good. All right, yeah. wear your helmet, uh, turn signals, make sure you're wearing high-visibility clothes, do wear, do, wear, do wear white, as Mr. Tony likes to say. And uh, we will talk to you next week, my friend. Thank you. All right, thanks, All right. Ed. Talk Bye to now. Okay, you action-loving sports maniacs, look, we all like having something-something on the games. Hell, it's what keeps us from going to bed or watching Top Chef. But when you are putting your money out there on these rough gambling streets, the number one thing you need to know is simply this. A, when will I get my money without a hassle? And B, is this online sports book going to be a dirt patch in a cloud of dust next week? Well, with the official sweet action site of the ZabeCast, my bookie is that place. I've been doing business with them for over five years. They've got great odds, don't gouge on the VIG, have all kinds of props and futures, and best of all, in the rare case there's ever a customer service issue, guess who your customer service rep is? That's right. Me, El Baldo. So get in there, open an account, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, so they know that I sent you. And bet with your head no over it. And you'll never look back. You'll never be tempted to try these other big clown books that are spending a trillion dollars on fancy ad campaigns. MyBookie.com, MyBookie.com. You got a bookie? Yes, you do. And you don't have to meet him in a seedy Italian restaurant to settle up.